Good morning. I we bring greetings to you all from uh, India, the mission that you are part of, and also from the World Mission Prayer League. Thank you, Pastor Jim, for inviting us to be part of uh, uh, all of you this weekend. Uh, we thank Pastors Judy and Jim for uh, their generous hospitality, and indeed it is our privilege to be with you and we thank God for uh, giving us this opportunity to be with you. It's been a long time since we were here last. But God is uh, active and working and on the move here in this place and around the world, including India. And uh, we are thankful for your prayers and for your support uh, for God's work in India. We serve with World Mission Prayer League. It is a pan-Lutheran mission organization based in Minneapolis. And uh, we gather to pray. This is a prayer league. So we pray. Uh, we also emphasize on discipleship. And we uh, focus on unreached people group. And these people groups are those who are yet to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ meaningfully. And out of more than 17,000 people groups in the world, there are 7,000 such groups who are yet to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. So at World Mission Prayer League, we pray for these uh, people groups. Pray that uh, God will send workers among them. So Luke 10.2 is our guiding verse, which says, The harvest is plentiful but the workers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers in his harvest field. As a result, uh, the mission in India is growing. The seminary that God helped us build in India has produced more than 150 graduates, and they are proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ as evangelists, as missionaries, and as pastors in as many as 12 different states of India. And you are part of that proclamation as you have joined together in this partnership for uh, the gospel. And, uh, and then we have some exciting ministry going on. We have a ministry called Backpack Library Ministry, where in a backpack there are books, and these books are shared with village children who gather to read these story books uh, in their leisure time. And these books, uh, these kids are reading uh, books like this for the first time. So it is exciting. And once they are done with this set of books, the library will move to another village, and that uh, the other set of children will uh, read those books. So that is exciting. And also we support 10 uh, children who have lost their dads uh, during COVID. And uh, this is a significant ministry for these uh, seven families uh, being supported for their uh, kids' education uh, during this difficult time. And the most exciting uh, project that you're part of uh, is uh, the starting of school next year. I think uh, many of you would remember during our last visit here in 2016, St. Timothy provided us a check of $50,000. How many of you remember? 
Thank you. And that money is being used to build a, a structure, a place, a center where the school will begin. And, and, and that would be a blessing for so many uh, poor people in that area. And uh, so we thank you for your partnership in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we pray that God will bless the ministry of sentimenty here and around the world. God bless you all. Thank you. Let's pray. Amen. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we, as we come before your throne of grace, we acknowledge that you are the Lord of the Lords, King of Kings, King of the Universe. You are gracious and kind. And your heart is that every single one on this earth will come to know you to know your gracious, loving fatherhood, that you are gracious, you are kind, you are forgiving, and you are everlasting. Heavenly Father, as we ponder upon your word, we pray, Holy Spirit, come, pour out your strength and power on us, that we will catch the vision that is ahead of us. We thank you that we are yours. You have called us to be yours. Father, we pray that you enable us to go forth into this world to proclaim you who is loving and living, who has power to forgive and renew the lives of all. All these we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace and mercy and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. And the Holy Spirit that lives and breathe, breathes in us and gives us courage and power to go forth into this world. Thank you again for your prayers. Thank you for praying for the world praying for your neighborhood, for your families. Jesus said, while he was departing from this world, we read in all four Gospels that he commissioned to his disciples. In Matthew, he said, go to the, all the nations and preach the good news. And those who believe, baptize them. In Mark, he said, go to the world and preach the Gospel. And today we hear in Luke, gospel he proclaimed he said the messiah it is written the messiah will suffer and die and rise and the repentance and forgiveness of all the sins of all the world will be forgiven in the name of jesus and that will begin from jerusalem that will be proclaimed and will begin from jerusalem and the best part is, he said, you are the witnesses. And so here we are with that message. There was a young man, it's a true story, in Norway. He was caught in robbery in 1800s, and he was put into the jail. And there 
he was given a, a book that was about a biography of a missionary who, who came to know the Lord, and then he received the, the message, received the call to go and preach the gospel. And he read, and he was so compelled by the Holy Spirit to know who he was in front of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he started confessing his sins. Many, many people who knew him, they were praying for him. And he was so compelled, he confessed his sins, and he asked God to fill him, to send him to share what it means to be a forgiven sinner. And the Lord led him to be trained in Germany, and then he was sent to India to share the good news, the repentance and forgiveness of sins in the name of Jesus to the nations. In 1900s, it happened. There were many places around the world, especially in western part of the world. Many people, they were caught in revival, and they went to share the good news. In eastern part of India, in Assam, there is a group called Headhunters in those days. And they did not like anybody to come into their area to share or change their lives. And the missionaries from this country went to that area in late 1800s and, and early 1900s and started sharing the gospel, talking about life in Jesus Christ, believing in the name of Jesus, receiving the forgiveness of all their sins. These people were not ready to hear. The missionaries were asked to leave. But one person believed. And he confessed his sins and came to know the Lord. While the villagers found out, the chief of the, the village, he was very angry because one person has turned himself against this whole belief system, the whole, uh, their understanding, the culture. So they brought this man and his family who have accepted the Lord, and they put them in the center of the village. The chief made this man to stand in front of the whole circle. And his family, his two boys and wife were right in front of this man. This man was tied up and he was asked to deny Jesus. The man said, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. His two sons were killed right in front of him. The chief said, now two sons of yours are died. Deny Jesus. He said, though none go with me, I still will follow. His wife was killed right in front of his eyes. And now, the chief said, now your wife and your children are gone. Deny Jesus so that you can live. He said, the cross before me the world behind me, no turning back. Why? Because he had received the life everlasting, the forgiveness of sins. He, his life had turned around. He was focusing on the cross. So, he was killed right there. The chief, he did not know what was happening. And he said, what is this? 
in front of the whole village. He said, who is this Jesus? And why this man gave up everything for the sake of the name of Jesus, having faith in Jesus. And he said, I want to know this Jesus. And he heard the good news. And that is the forgiveness of all his sins and having life everlasting in the name of Jesus Christ. And so he came to know the Lord. He believed. He was baptized. And the whole village was baptized. This is what is Jesus is talking about. The repentance and forgiveness of all your sins should be in the name of Jesus and will be preached to all the nations. Metanoia is the word for repentance. You know, we all understand the forgiveness, but metanoia, it is changing of heart. The person who was the only one, his life had changed. He knew the life in Jesus Christ is more than what he can ask for. So that his, his, he did not care about his physical life. And this chief understood that turning towards Jesus is receiving everlasting life. And so he received. The gospel was preached to the nations, to the people, and people were caught and they started sharing the good news. Jesus said, Go and share this. The, this gospel will be proclaimed to all nations. Today I'm standing here because some missionaries in Germany had the same gospel. And they went to Ranchi and preached Jesus, the risen Lord, the one who suffered and died and rose again. And because of him, there is life eternal. My ancestors, my great-grandfather and mothers, they heard that and they came to believe. And now I'm standing here with all of you. The, pre, the, the power of gospel. Jesus said to all nations, the forgiveness of all your sins. All the nations, as Neeraj shared, there are in... in in the gospel, all nation is not the country. Sometimes we think about the country, countries. Jesus is not talking about the countries. He is talking about the people group. And so in the Bible, the word for nations is ethnos. An ethnic word comes from that. Paul talked about this. And he said it to Timothy, he said, the desire of God is that all people will come to know me. That is God's desire, that every single one in the world will come to know the saving grace of Jesus Christ through his blood on the cross. And so all the people means all the different ethnic groups around the world. And as you heard, there are 7,000 plus people groups around the world have not heard the name of Jesus yet. You will be surprised. But even we have met some people in India. There are so many people groups in India who have no access to the gospel unless somebody goes and shares the good news to them. 
Paul wrote in Romans, he said, unless somebody goes, how can they hear? The unfinished task is that, is to go and share the good news that is the repentance and forgiveness to all, all the people, all the people groups who have not heard the gospel. Over 7 billion people are in the world. And 3 point some billion people have not heard the gospel. Isn't this urgent? It is urgent. My brothers and sisters, it is urgent. It's for you and for me. That's the call. That is urgency to share the good news. Because we know that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. That is the call. That is the desire of our Lord Jesus Christ, that every single one will come to know the Lord. He desires that. To fulfill his desire, he has called you and me. We have the message. We have, have received that forgiveness of all our sins. This, when we came, we confessed. We know that he is the only one who has power and authority to forgive all our sins. We have been washed with the Lamb of God. We have that message. In 1999, there was a missionary in India, Australian missionary, who was killed, who was burnt alive along with his two young boys, eight, nine and, and seven, in India. And during the funeral, his wife, a widow, a woman in India, who stood there and said, I forgive all those who killed my husband and my two sons. I forgive because I am forgiven. This is the message we have, my brothers and sisters. Sometimes we don't understand that, but in 2000. 20, when I was in India and I was able, I was in a hospital campus because my father was very ill. I was ministering to some women who have never heard the name of Jesus. And I was talking to them and sharing this good news to them and a woman came and she said, tell me what do I have to do? Do I have to bring some money to you? Do I have to bring a, a goat to you to sacrifice? Do I have to bring a white chicken? To sacrifice? No, I said, just believe. Come, tell who you are to Lord Jesus Christ. Give your burden to him. Ask you, him to forgive you. It is very hard in some places to understand how can that be. But here Jesus offers freely that grace that is, to just believing, trusting in his mercy. And that's what Jesus said, proclaim, that will be proclaimed to all the nations. So we have a message of reconciliation. Paul talks about it in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, when he talks about when somebody is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. But after that he says, but we have that message of reconciliation because we have received that forgiveness of all our sins and now God has you made us the ambassador to this nation. While we were driving to this place, Pastor Judy said, 
you know what? I think this is the harvest field. So we have a message of reconciliation and we have a message as a church to, to take the whole gospel to the whole world. And this world is the field, mission field. And Jesus said in Luke 10 to harvest is plentiful, but the workers of you pray to the Lord of the harvest. We have a message of reconciliation and we have a task of prayer. We have experienced lots, lots and lots of time how prayer changes lives. Your prayer is needed at this time to go and be to make disciples. Pastor Judy said, this is a harvest field and we don't know how to go about it. Pray. God is inviting St. Timothy as he is showing you the harvest field. Silicon Valley is a harvest field. There are lots of different people, groups are here. God is calling each one of us here to come in front of him, lay our lives in prayer, seeking his will and his guidance to go and proclaim to all these nations the life everlasting in and through Jesus Christ. As you go, remember, we are called to pray. Pray for the nations. And as God leads you, go and share the good news. And pray for those workers who are out there, and God is calling those who are go. We are called, in World Mission Prayer League, we say some are called to go, some are called to send, but all of us are called to pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, bless us as we go our own, way, own, own ways. Grant us your Holy Spirit that we will become your instruments for your kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.